Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts. I'm Sarah Losey, and this is Brandon, your comprehensive guide to creative branding. And on this episode of the podcast, we have Alea Harris with us. Sarah, who is Alea? Alea is one of my favorite humans. She is fantastic. She's a genius marketer. She's an award-winning speaker. She does something really interesting. She is a bioenergetic, I believe, business coach. And she helps businesses differentiate themselves through radically authentic messaging strategy. And if that is not absolutely perfect for this show, I don't know what is. So welcome, Alea. We're so happy you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. So awesome. This is cool, man. You know, I, I met you in L.A., what, a month ago? Was it six weeks ago? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Something and like that. We, we kind of hit it off right away because we were both really, really interested in that taco truck. Yeah. So my first conversation with you, I think, was like, hey, come here real quick. Um, there's a lot of people here and there will be one taco truck. I need you to give me the sing- signal of when this taco truck opens because I will be first in line. And I was because Larry's a man of his word, y'all. He gave me the signal. That's right. I hooked and you up. I was I like, and the tacos were good. So it was perfect. It was okay, but what was the signal? Was it like a like, a like came up and it, was a, or? it was a little bit like, like, did, I don't even think you said anything. You're like, mm, yeah. Like you're doing like a headlock. <laughs> it's time. I just came up behind you. You were sitting in the audience listening to one of the speakers. So I was trying to be coy and not be too distracting for the whole mm-hmm. audience at the same time. Yeah. I think I gave you a little tap on the shoulder. Well, what's up? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up? You want your tacos? I got your taco man here. Taco man's here. <laughs> Well, that was a lot of fun, man. I'm offended. I did not get that signal. I waited in line, and Larry didn't even wait in line. I waited for him. So, oh man, she hooked me up. She definitely hooked me up, and I appreciate it. She was helping me out. She knew I was under a lot of stress. You know, I That's got a two big warning for that event that we were going to run the whole thing. So, Sarah and was very, very helpful. Fabulous job. Was cool. It was thank you. Fabulous. Thank and you. And so the tacos were delicious. But yeah. that's that's not why we're here. <laughs> I need you to explain bioenergetic business coaching. Sure. So at my company, um, the Evolution Collective Inc., we actually are the first bioenergetic business consultancy of its kind. We combine energy healing with business strategy to help you create a radically authentic story on your own terms. Bioenergetic, it's kind of funny because if you like were to Google it right now, you're going to come up with some wacky stuff. You're going to come up with sciencey stuff. You're going to come up with new age stuff. You're going to come up with like some stuff that's like, mm, that probably is like a corner of the internet. I don't really want to go down. But what for me, what it is, is relating to the energy that penetrates and surrounds your body and how you use it. It relates to energetic sovereignty, you being the sovereign ruler of your own energetic domain, and 
knowing how to keep yourself energetically clean, energetic hygiene, so that you avoid, yes, disease and all of that stuff, but so that you then can conduct and manage your energy to your own highest benefit rather than allowing the world and situations and emotions to do it for you. Often, how this relates to messaging, I promise there's a connection. Often what happens is people come to me and they're like, hey, Leia, I want you to redo my message. And we're going to sit down and I'm also a story brand certified guy and we're going to take it through this framework and it's going to work. And it does. But it really only works for like maybe three months, maybe six months. And they're like, gosh, this just doesn't feel right anymore. It felt so right when we did it. The reason for that is because we were building a foundation of messaging strategy on the on a on rocky, uneven soil on top of your limiting beliefs, on top of the things that were holding you back, on top of the paradigm shifts that haven't happened yet, on top of the ideas that somebody else gave you that are a bunch of crap, but you are actually living your life based on them. And I've done this many times before. Right. So um, there's no judgment here, but that's what happens. And then as the ground shifts a little bit, your story starts to shift and the foundation starts to crack. So instead of doing that, we deal with the ground first. We help you clear limiting beliefs. We help you rewrite a story that is as authentic as possible. And then you can go out and share it with the world. That is so much smart words that. <laughs> Woo, over my head. It, you know, right. for me personally. I, I hear it and I start thinking biogenetic engineering and it's, you know, we just recorded an episode before this one for the, for, for a future release about our brand story. And mm -hmm. when I read your bio and it says bio in, see, I can't even say it, bioenergetic. Uh -huh. uh, I think biogenetic mm -hmm. because at one point in my high school career, I thought I was going to be a biogenetic engineer. Did I wanted you? To like, yeah, I thought so, but all high school before or after the cowboy phase. This is way before the cowboy phase. Okay. But I was a sophomore in high school and I was dating this girl that was a sophomore at the local junior college. So number one, I thought I was the cat daddy, right? I mean, but she was going clearly. down that <laughs> she was going down that biology path. So of course, now I have to go down that biology path. So yeah, biogenetic engineering was a thing for me. I took biology one and two that same year. Uh, but this, when I read that, it takes me back down that path of, okay, I'm looking for something. I'm looking for my story. And obviously, I, even way back then, I was, most people are as a sophomore in high school, looking yeah. for their story, looking for most their path. And their retirement party. Most people are still looking for their story when their grandkids are born. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think it's super interesting that you're leveraging, is it science? Would we call it science? So it's actually based on quantum physics. So yes, you would call it science, I guess, depending on how scientific you want to you wanna go. I mean, are we talking so, string theory here or are we talking? It's more about, you know, and very, because I don't, the last thing I want to do is make people turn this off because they're like, oh my God, this is way more of my brain than I was I'm just tapping into my inner Sheldon. That's it. That was a big bang. I love story. it. My, my brain went to um, Dr. Strange. <laughs> so how can we use this to be superheroes? I mean, I am a big. We're spiraling fan. here. We're spiraling. We, I'm a big Marvel that. fan. Um, actually, I'm a big Marvel fan, and I like Jack Snyder's The Justice League, his director's cut. I'm not a oh, huge yeah, DC yeah. fan in general, but that movie is probably just pure perfection. I think. I don't disagree. Um, I'm a big fat fan, so. 
Yeah, see, there we go. Anyways, back to what you were saying. So it's based Tangent. on the, the concept that, you know, when you look out into space, you know, pe most people think that it's empty, right? In between the stars, which are millions of light years away from each other. Mm -hmm. It's actually not empty. There's sound and frequency that happens in space. It's, there's sounds and frequencies of the universe. There's sound and frequencies that make up the microphone I'm talking in. And there's sounds and frequencies that make up my hand, right? Everything sure. in the universe is made up of frequency and you, you or, or, or waves and different levels of frequency. So like when I listen to Beyonce, you know, Break My Soul, which, you know, is currently what I'm listening to. Actually, I'm really listening to Lizzo's um, It's About Damn Time. That's awesome. Always. On my playlist, but when that happens, like it's not like Lizzo standing in front of me singing at me, right? I'm hearing waves of sound that are coming through a speaker to me. I don't see those waves of sound. Same thing as like when I am warming up food in the microwave, right? I don't see the microwaves, I but I get hot food. People don't think of your body like that. They're just like, oh, it's it's flesh and bone and muck, right? And some poop probably in there, right? That's what people think of when they think of bodies. That is true, but you also emit the same type of waves that the universe does, that Lizzo does through Spotify, and that the microwave does. They're different types of waves. That Those energy waves which you can measure through different devices and all of the different things, you can also align and regulate to be more in alignment with themselves and more in alignment with the, with the same type of energy of the universe, right? So that what happens when you do that is you just feel better. Like when you feel like crap, it's really hard to run a business. When you feel like crap, it's really hard to tell a story, right? So when you are lost, you're you're confused, you have brain fog, when you aren't sure if an idea that you have is really your idea or if it's just been around long enough that you've adopted it and you really don't like it, all of that is a misalignment of energy and the information that is controlling that energy. So what we do is I actually use um, a tool that's been based off of about 40 years of research through this program called Nest Health. And we help shift your energy. So it's like, basically, you can go and you can spend like a bunch of time talking to a therapist and maybe some years or we can work together for a couple months. And, and you can also see that therapist and we'll fast track your results and be able to tell the story faster, depending on where you start from. One of the things we've talked about is kind of the idea of brand clarity and what something that you do is you help people really narrow down their focus to what most excites them. Mm -hmm. How can someone do that? How can someone really figure out that one thing that they want to focus all that energy on? When you're trying to figure out your your one thing, um, a lot of the times what prevents people from doing that is the pressure to figure out their one thing. Because then they're like, oh, well, what box do I fit in? I must be about one thing. And they try, what ends up happening is they don't go inside, they go outside looking like, well, I guess I like soccer. I'm the soccer girl. Or I like lipstick. I am now the makeup girl. That's my thing. And I want you to go back a little further. Have you ever seen the movie Soul? Like the Disney yes. movies. Yep. I yep. love that movie. I'm a big child. 
um same also so my actual child that came out of my body is eight months old and so she's not even old enough yet for me to use her really as an excuse to see all these kids movies i just have to own it that i wait we need excuses and i mean i guess not really i guess not really we have disney plus we don't even have to do this in public i know i have disney plus as well it's fabulous but soul is a movie right and for all of you that don't know there might be some spoilers so if you were gonna go watch it pause watch come back they have these little (laughs) beings up in heaven or up in the universe or whatever and they all have their little purpose and they're when they find their spark right their little bellies light up and they're ready to go into the world and it's that 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 very intangible spark that we're not trying to find as human beings, we are trying to remember it. So when you're looking for your one thing and you go out into the world and you ask questions and you try to have experiences and you go on adventures and you travel and you change your diet and you change your haircut, all these things that clients usually do before they come to me. And they are like, but I haven't found it. And I'm like, well, because you're looking in the wrong place. You need to remember that what's on the, the little belly of your soul that happens to be chilling out in your body and what that little spark was. So when you go inside, you start asking questions of like one really good technique is to take your hands and to put it on your belly right underneath your belly button, close your eyes and to be like, take some deep breaths and ask, hey, you down there, because this is where the center of your your basic self is right the oldest kind of soul part of yourself and you're like hey how are you doing what are you thinking what are you feeling what information do you have for me and often powerful imagery comes up when you're sitting and you're really asking those questions and it's the 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 hey thank you so much for talking to me you've been ignoring me for years and it's the, by the way, I really want some ice cream because there's like this childlikeness, right? See, you beat me. I was going to say mine was just saying taffy. Just taffy. <laughs> just and then, but you follow that thread. There's a reason why taffy came up for you. For me, <laughs> that when I did it, it was a hug, right? Because I'm very hard on myself. And when I'm hard on myself, I'm really hard on my basic self. And then so that's the story that ends up coming out into my business. Everything has to be hard. I have to create a business that is almost so difficult to execute that even I can't do it. (laughs) But when I do, man, I will have accomplished something, right? So then what does that mean? Revenue generation becomes difficult. Client attraction becomes difficult. Building a marketing funnel becomes difficult because that underlying belief of that basic self who I haven't talked to, but I'm pushing into doing hard things is not helping me out. When you develop a relationship with that basic self, you can be like, huh, taffy. Well, let me go get some taffy and see how I feel about this then. Right. And then <laughs> don't life, try to tell him twice. he's on his way. Right. Life becomes um, a little bit more of a, of a, of a dating game of getting to know that person and paying attention. So you try to be the best partner you can as possible, right? Like, they're like, I would really love some taffy Larry. You're like, you know, baby girl, mm, I'm gonna give you that taffy, right? And then you go and you're like, you, you, you're like, okay, we got taffy. Now what, now what do you want? Well, now I actually wanna talk to so-and-so. Do you why? I don't know, right? And if you just follow that leading, you end up getting people always talk about flow. You end up getting in flow and putting yourself 
into positions and circumstances and situations that are actually for your highest good because you're listening to yourself it to then the voices start not like a crazy person but the voice inside you starts getting louder right then you start hearing yeah. you start feeling you start sensing and all that is is that little soul in your belly right with this little spark on his belly is glowing brighter and then you start navigating the world from a multi-dimensional perspective rather than being like i'm the soccer girl i'm the makeup girl i'm the whatever well, I, I think that's it's really powerful. First and foremost, I got to tell you, I'm I'm definitely going to try the taffy line this weekend. See how that you works. Should. Out. Uh, you I should. You should. It's what your really basic self wants you to do. It's not me. It's yourself. Right. right. Of course. Of course. So we're going to see. But we're going to test that theory this weekend. See how that works out. Uh, but I think it's so interesting that if we even just take it back to you know, we're always looking for something, you know, Sarah was alluding to it earlier. Like was you're telling your biogenetic engineer story. Was that before or after the cowboy phase? And was that before or after the karate guy phase? Was that before or after the fighter phase? Was that before or after the car salesman phase? Was that before or after the podcast phase? And those are just some of my many phases and, and, and efforts to How long find is the red hat story. phase going to last. And I mean, well, the red saying. hat's here to stay. It, okay. You know, it's, it's been here. It's been here it, about, I mean, it about, looks good on you. Thank you. Well, see, and that's well, and that's kind of where I was going to a certain degree because, you know, I was doing the supreme phase there in order to connect with people, and it naturally transitioned into the red hat because, regardless, I'm a hat guy. I've always worn hats. I've always worn ball caps, flat build. I mean, that's just that's just my thing. That's just how I dress, regardless. So when I was able to tap into that real representation of who I was. Now, granted, I probably would have chose a blue hat if I had my choice because blue is my favorite color. But just the fact that it's a hat, just the fact that I can still give a little bit of flash, a little bit of my own personal style to it, and it it came naturally just mm -hmm. because it tapped right into that spark. You know, mm -hmm. even, even if we go way back into the early 80s, I was a breakdance guy. So I always had my hat, I'm my breakdance hat on. So many yeah, so cool things and today. So, and so many people are learning right now as they listen to this as well, you know? Um, and why is there no video of this? I was going to say, we need proof. Well, it was 84, so I don't even think we had camcorders back then, to be honest with we you. We have so. them now. I was like, once a break dancer, always a break dancer, buddy. Well, I Not held now. on to it much longer than anybody ever should have. I can promise you that. But even then, I wore a hat. You know, I had the hat. If you remember, and you probably don't, but if anybody out there is listening and you remember the movie Break-In, which is still one of my all-time favorite movies. My husband one of the has dancers. made me watch that movie several times, yes. <laughs> Your husband is my homeboy. I love it. That's great. But there's a dancer that has the hat with the flaps in the back, and I mm -hmm. had to have me a flap in the hat, uh, flaps in the back hat. You know, it's like a desert hat. I wore it everywhere I freaking went because I was always a hat guy. So when the red hat did emerge it really tapped into that spark, that energy that I have naturally within me mm -hmm. to represent my style, my flair, whatever you want to call it. But it was just a natural transition to my personal brand that then became an extension of my professional brand as well. So I, I love what you're saying. I love tapping into that spark and how people can do that and find their real brand. And then it's just up to you to embrace it. You know, yeah. I catch a lot of shit for the hat. I know people are talking shit behind my back going, he's 50 years old. He's dressing like he's 35. Somebody just dogged me out on Facebook the other day. Some dude I didn't even know capped on me on Facebook because I'm, you know, I can't take you seriously. You're a 50 year old dude. You're dressed like you're 18. 
okay, well, that's how I feel on the inside. So that's my spark. That's I'm my brand. Haters gonna hate. Oh, 100%. And so, they can keep hating somewhere else. That type, th I actually take it as a compliment because um, the more you put yourself out into the world, the more that people have something to react to. And that's good marketing. If you didn't give them something to react to in, in favor or against, and you're not doing a very good job, you're not initiating a conversation, which is what marketing is. Your sure, hat sure. and your vibe and your spark all allows you to initiate a conversation. All they can do is participate in a conversation that's already initiated because they don't have their own ideas. But they just don't know what they don't like, which is nothing. I was just having a conversation. I was a guest speaker for a couple. It's a group of high schoolers that were interning uh, somewhere. And they asked me because I purposefully put myself kind of in the public because I have podcasts and social media and all of these different things that I do online. How do I handle negative feedback and basically like online bullying and all of that? Mm -hmm. And I think because it kind of goes goes back to that whole idea of authenticity. If we are putting ourselves out there as our authentic selves and we are very aware of that we are not perfect and we don't think we are perfect, it actually becomes really difficult to bully someone because not pretty much. Like we've put we we'll mess up a podcast episode and we'll put out a blooper reel. Like we mm -hmm. know even though this is what we do that like we're pretty good at what we do, but we also mess up. We're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think just knowing that and other people knowing like she doesn't think she's perfect. She knows mm -hmm. she's flawed. What are you going to say then? Like, how are you going to bring negativity to that? You kind of can't. Well, that's, like, that's like what comedians do all the time, right? They purposely, you know, are making fun of themselves and their lives. So what are you going to, how are you going to add to this conversation? Because I've already, I've already done the work for you. That's one track. And another track is just understanding where it comes from. So like when you are so rock solid in your own identity, you can be like, why are you reacting like that? I, for me, I, I don't know. I'm a very curious person. Um, and so when someone has a reaction to me like that, I, I, that's a negative. I'm like, I wonder where that's coming from in them. That's interesting. Oh, wow. I didn't expect that to jar some stuff in, up in people. Maybe I should do that again. And then I'm also a little bit petty. So there's that. I, I'm a <laughs> lot of bit petty, so it's okay. Yeah. But I'm a lot of bit self-deprecating. I do that mm -hmm. all the time because mm -hmm. I did get bullied growing up. I mean, now I'm a per pretty big guy, but growing up, I mean, up until, honestly, 10 years ago, I was about a buck 55, buck 60. So mm -hmm. six foot three, almost six foot four, at least used to be. I've shrunk a little bit, but six foot three at 155 pounds, that's a little stick figure. And mm -hmm. I got bullied a lot. And so mm -hmm. bullying was I, I I created these defense mechanisms to overcome that bullying by being self-deprecating right out of the gate. You know, it's mm -hmm. what you were alluding to. You already throw the insults out there so they can't throw them at you. Same yeah. thing we saw with Eminem in eight mile. You know, that was yep. his whole shtick there was he he busted out every rhyme he could to overcome any kind of counter rhymes. Mm -hmm, and I, mm -hmm. I still do that today. And Chris Kremitzos, he's the founder of PodFest. He's the founder and, and mm -hmm. an owner of PodFest. Uh, I work with Chris a lot, but he's constantly on me about being overly self-deprecating. And that's something I, I that I... What you, the word that you said, the words that you said about defense mechanism, I, I, I would 
want to call your attention to those words because defense mechanisms are great when you're in battle, but then you don't wear your armor to bed, right? Oh, I do. So, I probably well, <laughs> you, you are, but you shouldn't, right? If you're in, if you're imagining this great epic battle, right? You're, it's all bloody and it's dirty. You take it off, you rinse, you eat, you, you take a shower, you go to sleep, right? Without your armor on. And then the next day, unless you are feeling like your life needs to be a battle, you find a way to stop fighting. So that's the next step for me. I'm five foot 10. And it's funny because I actually am, well, I actually don't know how much I weigh, maybe like 170. I actually don't know. I don't own a scale because they're pieces of crap. Um, and not a big fan of them. <laughs> really? Mine too. Mine sucks. <laughs> Just all of them. I don't care. I'm not a fan of them. But um, let's say I'm let's say I'm like 170. I've been this height since the eighth grade. And I uh, was always the tallest. I'm still most most of the time the tallest, definitely female in the room. But I think that instead of becoming self-deprecating, I just became loving, loving. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to be mad at the person who's sitting there trying to understand you or who sets proper boundaries, who says, no, you can't talk to me like that, right? But then that story had to be unearthed within me. I had to discover. I was never self-deprecating. But then I had to also realize, well, how much of that hurt and pain was getting inside of me and how much of it do I need to actually like look in and remove? And it's always the story that you think that you blocked, the story you think that you've written on your own that you realize you haven't. So my, my current company, the Evolution Collective Inc., is a bioenergetic business consultancy. We do a lot of strategy work. Before, it was Flourish Marketing. We also did strategy work, but I was terrified of calling it strategy. I would call it, I would say marketing strategy and I would say messaging strategy, but not just straight up business strategy. Why? When I was the head of marketing for North America for a really large company, I was getting laid off. And my boss was the head of strategy. And he said, as he was laying me off, which just feels super illegal, but we're letting it go. I'm, you know, you, I'm the head of strategy and you're not a strategic thinker. Um, you will, you just don't have the brain for strategy. This is a white European guy in a blue suit. And at the time I was like, you don't know me. You don't know what I could do. But it went inside of me to the point that when, you know, I was in a, the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses program that pushed me to really claim my role as a strategist, which is what I've actually been doing for years. But before then, I didn't claim it. Why? Because somebody else got their little mittens inside my little story. They doled my little spark that was on my soul's little belly and told me something that wasn't true. And I built a whole company on it. <laughs> I went and built a whole identity around being something that was as close as possible to who I really was and the skills I really was using without claiming it because that's something that only white British old men do. And I'm incapable of filling that role. So even no matter if you're using a defense mechanism of self-deprecation or you're trying to love your way through it or be to set up boundaries, da, 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 crap gets inside of you. So it's about excavating it to tell that story that makes sense that you actually want to tell on your terms, not on somebody else's term. I was telling the story that that douchebag wrote for me, mm -hmm. right? 
as opposed to a story that I wanted to write for myself. I know we've talked about this, but I, um, I had something similar with, I was told I was just a copywriter mm-hmm. and why would I, uh, get hired as a marketing manager, marketing director, because I'm just a copywriter. And now anytime I have any type of win or any type of advancement in my career, when I got when I get promoted, when I launched a company, it's always in the back of my head. It's like, wow, how did I manage to do that? I'm just a copywriter. Mm. Mm. Yes. Use it to, to fuel your flame. Yeah. Move forward. Spark it. I love it. Market. I love it, man. That's amazing. Alea, where can people find out more about you and find out how to get in contact with you so they can learn how to find their spark? Well, the best way to do that is on LinkedIn or Instagram. Um, you can go to Instagram at Alea Harris, A-L-E-Y-A-H-A-R-R-I-S. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Same, same name. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of me. Not a lot of people named Malaya Harris. You can find me. <laughs> I love the they voice that you say that well. you found me here on this podcast. That would be awesome. So with that, I, I got to tell you, man, this was a, an amazing episode for me. I, I had a fun time walking down memory lane and exploring my inner spark a bit. Sarah, how did you feel about it? I am just, as usual, anytime I have a conversation with Alaya, I am just in awe of her. So, so thankful she was here with us. And I know we'll be probably on a call next week and I can tell you even more about how much I love you. Oh, oh. well, now we definitely are going to get on a call next week. I never shirk at those opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have another little love session. That sounds great. Every, every other week. It's great. Alea, thank you so very much for joining us today. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, and everybody, if you got some value out of this episode, and I know you did, I know you got some value because I know right now you're thinking, where is my inner spark? You're going through the exercise. You're putting your hand on your tummy, just under your belly button, and maybe yours isn't talking about taffy, but what is it talking about? Let us know in the comments. And with that, if you found some value, do us a favor, smash that subscribe button so we can continue to bring you these amazing episodes of Branded each and every week. I'm Larry Roberts. I'm Sarah Lucy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.